0: Hello my friends and welcome to Simon's Pro Wrestling Show. My name is Simon Miller, this is a pro wrestling show and I do apologize that we are 24 hours late. Also kind of recording this at the stupidest time ever because we are about hours away from the AEW Crossroads show. Which is a pretty damn good go home show for Revolution if I do say so myself. But I thought it's better to get it done now and then something else happened tomorrow and I'm not able to do it. And that's something I wanted to address before we begin because every time uh, one episode doesn't go up, And I'm talking about even if we get to Tuesday evening, like 5 p.m., I do get a few people who get very upset. Now, on the one hand, I will say it's very, very nice that you're so passionate about me talking into a microphone. Sometimes I worry I do this too much, but clearly not. So it's a good thing to hear. But I also, you know, just wanted to clarify that I'm never doing this negatively. I never sit here with like loads of time on my hands and go, no podcast today, screw you all, which is kind of what some people seem to assume that I am doing. Uh, You know, by nature, I am a freelancer. And of course, right now. The outside world is closed off. So, some projects that may I, I may have had in the past have gone away. So, I'm just trying to, you know, constantly find out ways to make sure that all my revenue streams, to sound like a proper 2021 person, are all in line and doing what they are, are trying to do. And I'm not going to say that I'm struggling or anything like that. This isn't a, a plea for help. And I certainly know that over the last 12 months or so, some people have really struggled. And I would never put myself in that position because it would be insulting to do so. Uh, but yes, always know that I will get an, at least one episode out a week. I'm still aiming for. Two, that was always my plan this year, but you know, very, very luckily, I'm very blessed to say that things have been crazy ever since 2021 uh, begun. But yes, I'm never, ever doing anything intentional, and I would always make sure you hear my stupid voice at least once a week. And thank you for caring. That's how I round this little thing off. And I'll say thank you to pinsandknuckles.com for always supporting the show. And for everyone that subscribes, or whatever we're calling it these days, to patreon.com, Miller 316 or 316, or 316, you are the lifeblood of this show, and without you, I wouldn't be able to do it. So from the bottom of my heart, thank you very much. And I suppose before we do get into the week of wrestling, we should just go through the uh the, the go home show the, the the crossroads show i mean what else that's probably what you're thinking about very annoyingly if you listen to this on thursday uh, of course you're now going to be like miller i don't care about this but maybe i can uh, you know come up with some stuff i can guess some stuff and you'll be like miller you're an absolute genius which would not be true even if i do get it right but it is pretty damn good i mean you get paul white appearing on the show for the first time, which I still can't believe. I still can't get my head around that. That was one of the few times in a in a long while where, you know, kind of news broke and I thought it was gibberish. I thought somebody had made a mistake. I thought somebody had made it up. But no, it's 100% legit. Paul White, the big show, whatever we're going to call him from now on has joined All Elite Wrestling I don't really understand like you, you get the a few people going, Oh, I can't believe it, you know, it's TNA and over again hiring WWE guys. Even if it is, who cares, man? Let people be employed. Like imagine this was your profession. Wouldn't you want to have this back and forth environment where you got to join one of the two we'll call them big companies for the time being? Imagine you didn't get hired because I hate always saying the names because somebody gets upset. It's just a random name, but Terry, Terry791 on Twitter is like, well, I don't want the player to get hired, and AWO, well, don't hire him, and then poor Big Show doesn't have a job. I would rather somebody have a job. And we don't know how he's going to be used. Like All I ever hear about Sting is, oh, Sting's going to win the, the world title, it's going to be rubbish. What if they come up with the greatest story ever and seeing Sting win the world title is like The Dark Knight Returns, when Batman comes back and just tries to whoops everybody's ass, but he can't. Okay, admittedly, Batman wouldn't have become the world champion in that story, but he also may have done it's all about how these things are told and i think all elite wrestling has proven now that they are going to build young stars and they understand this and me personally i think paul white coming in there is really smart i've had a bunch as i I always know when something has got my my the casual fans interest because my friends that watch wrestling very very casually always get in touch with me oh miller is this happening i'm like yes it is and that's it that's our whole interaction i'm like oh that kind of sucks (laughs) Our friendship is falling by the wayside so i'm all good with it I don't know what he's going to be like on commentary. I imagine he'll be brilliant because he's never really had a problem with that side of things. If you can star in your own sitcom on Netflix, I know they're different skills, but I'm pretty sure he has the talent to be able to paste it over commentary as well. I'm quite excited about it, as I'm excited about AEW Dark Evelation or Elevation, sorry, that he's going to be uh, to be announcing on. To me, it's a talking point. It's something to be excited about. I've got no problem with it at all. Uh, We'll get to the big matches at the end. Sting and Darby Allin are going to appear live. And this week, if they do just want to come out and cut a promo, they're allowed. Given what they've done the last couple of weeks. Coming out of body bags. Sting doing splashes. Getting powerbombed. He is back. Once again, don't care he's 61. He's a human being. He can make his own choices. Uh, I think we have the Dark Orders 10 versus Max Caster. Which obviously ties into the ladder match that we're getting on Sunday. That will be cool. We'll have to run down that card as well on this show. My gosh, so much to do. And it's already late. Miller, speed up. Uh, Chris Jericho and MJF are doing a press conference. Uh, A few people messaged me saying, is there going to be a what culture presence? I mean, there may be. Nobody's told me. But I would imagine if somebody had been asked, they'd been sworn to secrecy. So I have no idea who's going to be there. But usually when they do that kind of stuff, it's fun. Uh, Matt Hardy and Mark Quen versus Hangman Page and John Silver. I mean, Dark Order versus Private Party, right? How can you not like that? I really like this Matt Hardy-Adam Page feud as well. It's kind of come out of nowhere, and it's suitably silly. So, yeah, that's all good with me. Pack and Phoenix are going to be in tag team action. I'm sure they'll just squash someone. No problem with that as well. They're always good. And we've got the FTR, uh, FTR versus Jurassic Express. But Marco Stunt and Tully Blanchard are involved. Now, the last time I saw Tully Blanchard wrestle was on the... Heroes of Wrestling, whatever it was called, show. Definitely the worst wrestling card I've ever seen in my entire life. Not because of Tully Blanchard. There was nothing he or anyone could have done to save that show. They must have an idea with this. I don't know what kind of shape Tully Blanchard's in. I can't comment on it, but much like Sting, good for him. I'm excited to see it. And it's certainly got a novel twist to it, which is what wrestling needs. So again, all good with that. And then I thought it was going to be our main event, but actually Cody has said that it's opening the show Shaq and Jade Cargill taking on Cody Rhodes and Red Velvet with Arn Anderson in their corner. I can't wait. It's much like Bobby Lashley, which we are going to talk about in, in a few minutes. I like scenarios that are created by wrestling where I can just be like, well, what the hell's going to happen there? And What are we going to do here? And what does this mean for that? And what does this mean for this? I'm a big fan of all of that kind of stuff. And this, to me, taps right into that. Obviously, they are doing it so they can try and get, you know, ESPN coverage or, you know, whatever the hell, whatever the hell it would be sort of mainstream wise. And ultimately, it's to try and get more people to watch the product. Now, okay, maybe it doesn't work. Maybe it does work. But you have to try. I say this about taking risks all the time. If you don't try, you're definitely not going to do it. So it's worth giving it a go. And given that it is basically just a random episode of Dynamite on a Wednesday and Shaquille O'Neal wants to come in. Why the hell wouldn't you do it? You know, I really don't think it's an issue. I think it's going to be quite fun. Uh, I think most of us have wanted to see Shaq wrestle again out of nothing else but intrigue ever since he's been teasing uh, the stuff with Shaq. They must have some kind of angle planned, like Shaq to be doing something in order to try and get on the ESPNs and who knows what else. And I look forward to seeing what they can do. It's also a great opportunity for Red Velvet. It's a great opportunity for Jade Cargill. People seem to especially like to get on Jade Cargill's back. We don't know what she's like. Maybe she's the best wrestler ever. And I hope that she is. Uh, and if, uh, you know, if, if if she is, awesome. And if she's not, well, she's about to get an awesome spotlight put on her. And she can, she can develop and she can evolve. Like, pro wrestling isn't easy. Like, it's just not. Pro wrestling is not easy at all. And... I sometimes think there's this expectation when there doesn't need to be expectation. And I get it. People go, well, she's been put in that position. She should be ready. Yes, but maybe she's been put in that position and she understands that she can't turn it down. Like Who else would turn it down? Like we always get this. It's like you would jump on that opportunity if you could. Of course you could. Why the hell wouldn't you? So I can't wait. I'm going I'm, to I'm, I'm gonna look for. I, I just want to see what Shaq is wearing. What's his wrestling gear? I bet he just comes out in a baggy t-shirt. 100% just comes out in a baggy t-shirt. But if I could ever, I, I, this is it. Was ties into what I said about the Bobby Lashley Miz stuff before Raw. I was all like, I don't really care what they do. I'm just even if I hate it, you know, I'm just happy that right now going into it, I can be like, oh, awesome. You know, what? Are we gonna get you champion? Is the Miz gonna get away with it? So that ticks all my boxes. And talking about AEW versus NXT as well. I don't know whether it's been confirmed yet. I haven't seen anything, but there are mad rumors running around that NXT is going to move to to Tuesday nights after WrestleMania. Now, people will break down after this and, you know, they'll, they'll be like, oh, AEW won and everything like that. I just don't see it that way. Like AEW has been awesome week after week and I want them to continue to get bigger and bigger. I want them to get bigger than Raw and I want Raw to get bigger than them and vice versa. I want it to be like a tennis match. And then I want, if NXT is going to move to Tuesdays, I want them to do the same. I want as many people as possible to watch professional wrestling. And... That's why I don't see it as, oh, it looks too AEW won. Because more people are going to watch NXT on Tuesdays than they do on Wednesdays. Because, of course, it splits the audience. And, you know, by proxy to that, AEW, more people will watch that as well. And to me, that that is awesome. And if you want to get into the whole he said, she said, okay, you can. You know, if that's how you enjoy your wrestling, then I absolutely um, support you in that. Of course I do. I just think it gets too negative and you get too bogged down. The uh, the, uh, the the ultimate goal is for people to watch and enjoy wrestling. And if you don't like AEW, this is okay. And if you don't like WWE, excuse me, this is also okay, right? There's no there's no wrongs or rights when it comes to this kind of stuff. Well, I don't know. Sometimes there is <laughs> when it's offensive and insulting, but we're not talking about that today. But I'm pretty sure that hasn't been confirmed yet. Although there's enough, there's no smoke without fire. And the fire is starting to uh, is starting to burn pretty big. But of course, the other big news of the week is that a couple of days ago, Bobby Lashley became the WWE champion which i think is a pretty big deal i was massively behind it i thought it's a little bit convoluted how we got there but also i kind of accepted that look the ratings backed it up too talking about ratings a lot of people held on to see what was going to happen so it certainly worked but for my own personal wrestling tastes you've already got me when it's a wwe title match especially one like this where i want to see if a guy's going to become the champion for the first time but maybe i'm you know unique in that maybe i'm part of the minority and wwe was smart to smart to not do that but I do think it was nuts that it took three rounds. Obviously, yeah, first round, uh, the Miz just doesn't has gets cramped. Second round, the Miz abuses that stupid rule that if you just get counted out or DQ'd, you don't you just keep your championship, which is so silly. Imagine a team in the um in the Super Bowl did that. Oh, they just didn't turn up. Oh well, you know the rules. They're the champs now, or whatever it would be. Uh and then you get the final match at the end. Bobby Lashley kills him, which he had to do, not even just after everything that had happened in the evening, but everything that's been going on with Bobby Lashley for the last year. And he's your new WWE champion. And I think the major reason I like it so much is... It, it, look, The Hurt Business is the coolest thing on Raw. And I think when you become the coolest thing, you should have a bigger spotlight shone on you and plans should change. I mean, I know we can't do it and adapt to crowd noise right now, but we can do it based on how well you're doing. And I think they're the best thing on Raw. So they should have the world champion in their ranks. Bobby Lashley was the guy destroying everyone. And it goes to show that to a certain extent... WWE does understand that long-term storytelling a long-term booking still works. And that's why I got such a kick out of it. And, I mean, you see these posts and threads all the time. Oh, we're living in the You Deserve It era. People are just winning championships. Okay, maybe that's the case. Maybe it's not the case. But still, as a fan that is watching, I still do have this overwhelming sense that Bobby Lashley did deserve a WWE title run and maybe that's nonsense and maybe I shouldn't look at wrestling like that and maybe some people don't deserve WWE title runs but that's how I felt about this and I don't really think he is a bad guy I know he's meant to be but he's awesome he's cool he turns up he wrecks everybody and he goes home (laughs) I'm never gonna hate that guy I'm always gonna love them and I thought it was nice to see him win the big one I mean he debuted 17 years ago And the relationship between him and MVP has just got better and better. I mean, they did it in TNA. Now they're doing it again in WWE. We do have the big question. Is he just a second transitional champion? You know, are we going to get to WrestleMania and do Drew versus Bobby and Drew wins? But maybe we're not. We kind of have two world title matches now, which are kind of interesting. Because you can make arguments for Roman Reigns, you know, holding on to his title against Edge given the character and what they could do with it and the fact that Edge doesn't need the championship because he's flipping Edge but then you can argue the other way because it makes for a beautiful story but then on the other hand if Roman Reigns does retain which there is I think it's quite probable that it could happen that would almost double stamp that Drew McIntyre if that is the direction we're going to go in I have to assume that it is will win at Wrestlemania and that will probably go on last unless they have something completely different planned because while they don't do it week to week on TV and they don't really do it on the other pay-per-views, WrestleMania is usually show when you give the fans what you want. It's like when, you know, there's only a couple of times when you can remember the heel winning. Top of my head, Triple H, when he fought whoever the hell it was and uh, The Miz, of course, back in 2011. Again, whenever the hell it was, who cares? I don't care. It's in the past. I'm going to worry about the stuff now. So when you, if you had two champions walking away that are quote-unquote the bad guys, I'm not sure if Vince McMahon would do that. Again, I'm all about the story. And I think if you want to do that, you can absolutely do that. And I think right now, given that we are only a month or so away from WrestleMania, I'd rather Bobby Lashley held on to the championship and Roman Reigns lost his. It's not going to hurt Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns is set for life. So I think it's going to be intriguing. But I liked it a lot. I thought it was cool. Good for Bobby Lashley. Pat on the back for him. Uh, Raw, otherwise I thought was an absolute roller coaster. (laughs) So many people got mad at me this week on ups and downs. They were like, Simon, you gave all these downs, but you gave the overall episode an eight and up. And I was like, yes, I've just explained this a thousand times. It's not maths. It's not there's eight downs and two ups or whatever the hell it was. So therefore it gets a down. The win of Bobby Lashley was enough to satisfy my entertainment urges that I've decided that overall this episode wasn't up. And also, you can watch a bunch of nonsense on Raw and still enjoy it, even in spite of itself. Like the Charlotte promo had me here in hysterics. I didn't come here to win the women's title. You can literally go back and watch her first appearance on Raw, where she says to Oscar, well, that title looks pretty nice. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. It's just such, such gibberish. And my... I mean, the big problem I have with the women's division on WWE TV is this, I don't want us to start or keep merging the the the, the world title with the tag title. I just think it, you lose focus everywhere, and you know Nia Jackson, Shayna Baszler are just falling in all over the place. But you know, whatever we got mirrored, Randy Orton. <laughs> i <laughs> got a clone of him that i think is meant to be a bad guy even though i thought randy order was the bad guy and i don't mind gaga i don't mind shenanigan i don't mind foolishness again people going oh Miller, you said you liked gaga no you didn't like this yes it's not a blanket rule it means more or less if you want to do it i'll enjoy it but i'm still going to judge it on its own merits otherwise i'd be mad <laughs> i'd be bonkers i just have to like gaga stuff and i want wwe to keep doing it i don't want them to stop doing it you know they've made their bed they should lie on it i'd much rather this than just drop a story which happens all the time but goo coming out of randy Orton's mouth and having a double randy Orton that goes randy i'm going to rip your arms off makes me laugh and that's why i like it but it's not meant to make me laugh and that's why you know you've got to call a spade a spade but it doesn't mean I think they should dump it from television. You can't watch 180 minutes of TV and think you're going to like every single second. If you do think that, you're crazy. It's why I love the Sheamus versus uh, Drew McIntyre match, apart from the fact it wasn't promoted at all. I think you could have done some real good numbers with that. But the opening, when it was Drew McIntyre and The Miz and John Morrison, there was nothing wrong with it in in and of itself. But I've seen it, and I've seen it so many times, just like, oh, man, not again. Why? You know, that's what happens. It's the law of diminishing returns, as we, as we talk about, and... At first, I didn't like The Miz stuff either, but as I said on ups and downs, I kind of won me over because that is what The Miz would do. And sometimes I think that you should put the character first, even though some people thought it diminished the belt. I don't really see that when it comes to WWE anymore. It it is what it is. But it was a decent, it wasn't actually, I didn't think it was a decent episode this week. But there were still things that you could take away from it that it wasn't a disaster. We've seen worse uh but you know you're not allowed to you're not allowed to say that because people go absolutely crazy and just again for the WWE title win and the Seamus Drew stuff I thought that was that was really entertaining and we continue to build for the return of Rhea Ripley as well or the debut of Rhea Ripley I should say and hopefully she comes in and just wins the title in a week why you know why not why not the Braun Strowman stuff I thought was some of the craziest stuff I've seen in a while who wanted to see that and why was why is Braun Strowman so stupid I don't like you, Shane McMahon. Shane McMahon goes, I think you should tag in Adam Pierce after Braun Strowman has won the tag team championship by himself. And he just does it. We're going to do Adam Adam. We're going to do Sean Sean Broman. <laughs> we're going to do that's his name now. We're going to do Sean Broman versus Shane McMahon at WrestleMania. I said this a few weeks ago and I had some feedback saying, oh no, I think they're going to do Shane McMahon versus Adam Pierce. i like, I don't think Adam Pierce wants to wrestle. I like Adam Pierce, though. He's he's really good, but. You know, Braun Strowman versus Shane McMahon is a match I can absolutely see them doing. and I'm, I'm 99% sure they are. It is what it is. I'm sure Braun will chuck him into something and Shane McMahon will fly around the place. And he'll probably climb up something and then try and kill himself. Uh, Damian Priest versus Elias was very strange to me too. Like, I get it, you know, there's, all this stuff has come out afterwards that they want to keep Damien Priest on TV for as long as possible to try and grow the audience, and ultimately, that's your business, that's what you should be doing. But again, from my perspective, I just want Damien Priest to be a wrecking machine, I think he comes across really well, I like Elias a lot, but I don't necessarily think he's had a ton of momentum recently, so all of a sudden, him being competitive with someone like Damien Priest is, well, you know, there's, there's kind of issues there, but it doesn't really matter, Damien Priest won, that's the, uh, that's the thing that will will stay in our brains, And it looks like we're going to do a riddle versus Mustafa Ali feud for the United States Championship. Couldn't believe it when Mustafa Ali won because he never wins. And I think he's vastly underrated. So yeah, that was a massive plus for me too. So, you know, there are decent things on it, but we just, yeah, the pathway to get there was filled filled with craziness. But maybe sometimes that's all right. Maybe it's all right to be absolutely, absolutely crazy. Right. Let me get the revolution card up and we'll do that now before I Uh, before i get it oh man google doesn't like it at all reception 2021 no did you mean aew new year smash (laughs) what's going on has somebody hacked my uh my thing there we go revolution 2021 really good card on paper and we'll have to see in a couple of hours if they add anything which they may do don't usually but you never know so we we'll just zoom through it really, really quickly. Uh, the Young Bucks versus the Inner Circle for the tag team. The Young Bucks, the Young Bucks for the AEW tag team titles. I mean, I have to double down on what I said. I think that this is when Sammy Guevara will come back and screw them over and we'll get a new Inner Circle with MGF, although that's not going to happen because it's just too soon. You know, AEW is, uh, is good at knowing when they should bring people back and Sammy Guevara hasn't been away long enough. It wouldn't feel like a good enough return. So I've already got that one wrong. But I said this was going to happen, and I'm a stubborn human being, so we'll go all the way through it. Team Taz versus Darby Allen and Sting, I think is going to be awesome, simply because I'm massively excited for it. So yeah, I can't wait for that. Couple of thumbs. I think Darby Allen and Sting should win. And again, people are going to melt down, go, I can't believe Sting won. No, it's not Sting winning, it's Darby Allen winning. And I think out of all these four guys at the moment, Darby Allen is our focus. Clearly, he's a TNT champion. um, And he should come out with this with all the momentum in the world and go into a singles feud with whoever that may be. Uh, I'm not going to talk about the women's match because I don't know what people know and I don't know what they don't know. It's Sheena versus someone, <laughs> so we'll talk about that next week. Adam Page versus Matt Hardy in the Big Money match—stupid gimmick, but I love it. The winner receives the loser's 2021 first quarter earnings. I think that's it's such a nice old school wrestling thing, and it's just two people that should be feuding together right now. I think Matt Hardy's been great. Hangman gets better each and every single week. I like that we brought in the private party guys. Yeah, I, I just, it's just going to be a fun match. Um, the ladder match is going to be awesome, especially because we've got a surprise entrant, which WWE, WWE, AEW hasn't let us down with before. So it's Cody versus the returning Scorpio Sky. I'd like him to win. Versus Penta, versus Lance Archer, versus Preston Ten Vance, versus Max Caster. Also happy he's in it, versus TBA. Who could the TBA be? I mean, it could be Ethan Page. Outside of that, I kind of run out of ideas, but you know, do get in touch with me and let me know what you think. Miller 316 on all socials. I think it, you know, the cool thing about a ladder match is that you can debut and you don't have to win like you know if ethan page doesn't win that i don't think it's going to be the end of the world so yeah i'll be massively fascinated there miro and kip sabian versus the best friends i hope is the match where miro just runs wild and kills everybody including kip sabian we do that feud miro wins and we're off to the races you've got something in that uh the tag team match uh sorry the tag team uh number one contender match casino tag team royale I've got a few teams here. It, I think Bear Country are in it, which is bizarre. I mean, their debut in AEW has been crazy, but they are very good. Versus The Dark Order. Versus The Dark Order 0. 0.2. So that's Alex Reynolds and John Silver, and then Evil Uno and Stu Grayson. Versus Santana and Ortiz. Versus The Butcher and the Blade. Versus Private Party. Versus Top Flight. And then versus somebody else as well. I don't know. Maybe that's going to be um, uh, uh, Phoenix and, and, and uh, Pack going into that. I have absolutely no idea. I have no clue. And then, of course, our main event, I can't believe I get to say these words, is the exploding barbed wire deathmatch for the AEW world title as Kenny Omega defends his championship against John Moxley. I have watched these matches before. I'm going to imagine most wrestling fans have. How could you not? It's hugely intriguing. I don't know what they're going to do. I don't know which direction it's going to go in. I don't know how brutal it's going to be. I think John Moxley has summed it our best when he's like, well, look, if you don't want to watch it, just don't watch it, man. If you don't like it, just... I'm like, yes, that's it's 100% the thing you want to do. I don't think John Moxley can win here, because, again, much like everything else we've talked about, I think it's too soon for Kenny Omega to lose the title. It would... You know, I'm convinced he's winning the Impact Championship next month, which ties into the sacrifice card, which, you know, we're definitely getting Moose versus Rich Swan there. How are they going to get out of that? I don't know, because it feels like Swann, uh, sorry, uh, Moose's time. But I think that's why they brought the TNA World Championship back. So Kenny Omega wins. And how he wins, I don't know. If someone gets blown up, I don't know. I think Jon Moxley has made it very clear that he intends this to be as brutal as possible. So go in knowing that. <laughs> If it's not your cup of tea, that's fine. You're perfectly allowed to have that opinion. But it's, I like the fact that I just like companies doing something different. Like I'm very blessed to watch a lot of wrestling every single week. And when somebody pulls something out of the left field, I'm like, great, this feels different. This feels exciting. And I don't want to be able to always guess what's going to go down. Not that I can always guess like I'm some kind of wrestling savant. But sometimes you can figure it out. With this one, absolutely no clue. It could go one of 72,000 ways. And I'd probably uh, enjoy all of them, which kind of actually ties into Fastlane, too, about, you know, something going 72,000 ways. I don't really know what our main event is at Fastlane. Like, we had the Jay Uso versus Daniel Bryan match on SmackDown, which was a double, was no count, a doubled countdown. Then we're getting the cage match next week between those two. Don't know if there's any stipulations on the line, but there was at one point that if Daniel Bryan was going to win that, we were going to get, you know, the, the same matches we got six years ago, which would be Roman versus Bryan for the title. Edge wasn't very happy about this because apparently it was going to be a tag team match between Bryan and Edge taking on Uso and Roman Reigns. So I I don't really know what we're doing. Like, is this a way to set up Edge versus Daniel Bryan on the other side of WrestleMania? Do we do that tag match? Do we just do the one-on-one between Roman? It's definitely, I mean, some people think that maybe Daniel Bryan gets slipped into the WrestleMania 37 main event, and maybe he does. Maybe they think that's a good idea, but I think you have enough in Edge versus Roman Reigns. I don't think you need to insert anybody else into it. And it also seems likely that we're getting Cesaro versus Seth Rollins at WrestleMania. I hope they don't fast track that too. ironically fast lane. That's way too soon. No way like we just don't let it build i like the fact that cesaro is getting a push i mean i have no idea where it's going to end but you know we saw kofi kingston get his due we saw bobby lashley get his due if cesaro is going to get his due too if this is the time hell yeah man go all in and you don't know if it's going to work but there's only one way to figure it out and I, i'd always like anything cesaro does because i think he's one of the best wrestlers in the world and also if you watch talking smack he knows how to talk he just needs to be given the right environment and that's a whole conversation for another day we don't need to talk about that right now so Decent, decent um, wrestling week. All things considered, I've probably forgotten something as I always do. I know there's some kind of who nanny between what that means between the network moving to Peacock. Like I don't know, I don't know now whether you have to cancel it and sign up for Peacock because originally you were just magically going to be uh, moved across. Now I don't know if that is going to happen. So you know, as we lead up to Fastlane, when. Um, Uh, the WWE Network's going to vanish. I would keep an eye on that if you do want to keep signed up to it. And don't forget, you're going down to five bucks a month, which is pretty damn good. And uh, we do, well, apparently we're on the cusp of ticket sales going, uh, being available for WrestleMania 37. They want to have 25,000 fans on night one and 25,000 fans on night two. I would guess that they can sell both of that tally. Um, The stadium will look weird because the stadium is huge, but it looks fine for the Super Bowl. Although there's rumors out there that Vince McMahon didn't like the cardboard cutouts, I don't really care about that. Do, you know, do whatever the hell you want. Uh, it, you know, it's it's such a difficult thing to talk about because health and safety has to be paramount. Health and safety has to be first. You don't want anything like that happening. But, you know, it's, it's quite exciting the thought that we may have fans, right? I think that's fair to say. It's been so long, and if Drew McIntyre does win again, different conversation for a different day. But if he does win. And he gets a bit of a reaction. That's the first reaction we're going to have as Drew McIntyre as world champion. And I think I really dig that. Some people are kind of worried. Some people, um, I say kind of worried, it's like two tweets that I saw. But some people think that if Drew McIntyre wins, there may be some backlash because people like Bobby Lashley and they don't want the title to be taken away from him. I would be upset if Bobby Lashley had the title taken away from him. But I also think that Drew McIntyre has such a good 12 months. I don't think there's anyone that's going to feel affected by that and i could be wrong you never know with wrestling fans these days but you know i hate saying this because i don't actually think we should go back there but this is the kind of stuff we used to do in the attitude era these you know don't forget that the rock won the in 2001 before wrestlemania 17 you know, The Rock won the title like a month before. Losing it to Stone Cold Steve Austin had a four-week title reign and nobody said anything then. And I'm certainly not saying that Drew McIntyre is Stone Cold Steve Austin and Bobby Lashley is The Rock. But again, it's all about execution. People wanted to see Stone Cold win that. So if WWE can smash it out the park with Drew McIntyre over the next month to the point you're desperate for seeing him to get it back, then I don't think you'll care. That's the art of wrestling. It's why Fastlane is such a fascinating event. It's so in the way. And I get they're doing it to test the peacock stuff. They don't want it to blow up on WrestleMania. That's going to piss people off more. But yeah, I just, I can't, I, it, 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 it's uh, it's too much of a safety blanket for WWE or too much of a potential accident of like, oh, we can do this. And oh, we can do that. And like, no, you should have saved it for WrestleMania. But you know, we'll have to, we'll have to go and wait and uh, wait and see what happens. But uh, WrestleMania will be good this year. I mean, is there a WrestleMania card, like, in in, in waiting? <laughs> I don't know what that means. Oh, Google's being Google again. It doesn't know what I want. There we go. Let's see what people are writing down. Yeah, I mean, Roman Reigns versus Edge and Sasha Banks. Of course, Sasha Banks versus Bianca Belair, I should have mentioned from SmackDown 2. Bianca made her choice. Can't wait for that. It should main event the first night, as far as I'm concerned, uh, especially if a Roman Reigns or a Bobby Lashley is going, to, is going to retain their title. You do not need that to close the show uh, at all. So, um... I hope, that, uh, I hope that we do do that. And uh, Bianca Belair should win as far as I'm concerned. I know Sasha Banks is great. And I know she's on fire right now. But again, it's all about... I just think there'd be such a... Oh, do you know what I mean? If Sasha Banks uh, retained and, and Bianca Belair lost. Like, I want to come out of WrestleMania. and I don't know how we do it because she's not even on the show yet. But if we could somehow come out... And this is what I thought they were going to do. I'm surprised they're not. But if we could somehow come out of... WrestleMania with Rhea Ripley being the Raw champion and Bianca Belair being the SmackDown champion, I think the women's division's in in great stead, as long as we stop merging it with the stupid tag team champions. I've no idea what's going to happen with that either. I'm pretty sure that later on we've got Dakota Kai and uh, Raquel Gonzalez taking on Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax for the championships, tag titles. I think the tag, I think they should win that, but they're not going to do it because they've still got to fight Lana and Naomi, and at one point they fight Sasha. Blah 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 blah. So I've no idea what's going to go on with that. That's very, very... That's a very, very strange, strange situation. But again, I hope post WrestleMania we can just, like, because I'm going to forget some people. But you do have Ruby Wright, you've got Liv Morgan, you've got Peyton Royce, and uh, a bunch of other people that can be used. And if you can't use them, put them into tag teams to then feud with the people with the tag team belts rather than take Sasha and show throw her in there and Bianca and all these people like Oscar. Let them fight over one championship because I do think it diminishes a bit. I know why it annoys me so much. <laughs> It just does because I'm a massive geek uh, and I'm a and am a massive nerd. I am just quickly scrolling through to make sure there's no news. I always make notes, but I always miss something. I don't think that there is. I don't think there's anything that. I mean, the NXT thing was the uh, was the big thing that people were talking about. People just they they, they love all of that. And I'm going to tell you, if it gets you through the day, then hell yeah, man, I support you with that as well. But uh, Impact's good too right now. I think I think um, uh, what the hell is it called? begins with an S. Does it begin with an S? Whatever the hell it's called. Surrender. <laughs> Sacrifice. Why am I allowed to do the job? I'm absolutely not allowed to do the job. Oh, Big Cash returned. That's what I should talk about. Big Cash returned in the best shape of his entire damn life. I'd be, when i be... When I say that, I don't know whether I would... Be, you know what? I don't want anyone not to have a job. I would be all right with it. They should absolutely come back. And they should have a great time. And they should uh, they should make up for all the, uh, the madness that happened before. Although it's going to be hard for Enzo, given everything that he did. You know, he did do some uh, He did do some pretty pretty crazy stuff, because he's a pretty crazy guy. But as long as he's happy, that's all I care about. But no, there's no other massive news. And if there is, you can't just tweet me and say, Miller, you're an idiot. But also on Twitter, at Simon316, you can ask me some questions. And let me just pull up the uh, Q&A thread now, because I did ask yesterday. Because I did plan to do one yesterday. And then, like I say, I got uh, pulled away by other things. But man, Aaron says, hello, what do you think it would take to fix the WWE's tag team division? Feuds. <laughs> just feuds. Like, why does the Hurt Business not have a proper feud? It doesn't make any sense. And I don't want to see them go get the New Day at it constantly as much as I love Kofi Kingston and Xavier Woods. So again, this ties into the whole women's thing we were just talking about. Use a Buddy Murphy. Use a Grand Metal, not Grand Metal, he is on TV, but uh, Callisto. I'm not saying you should team those two people together, but use people that you have on your roster to your advantage and now I'm going to take that uh, platform and talk about something else because I didn't talk about Apollo Crews either I thought Apollo Crews on Smackdown was flipping great I really 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 did like He's basically doing his Yu-Ha Nation stuff, I think. I never really got to see that as much as I wanted to, because it was almost impossible over here in the UK. But he had character, he was vicious, and he had attitude, and all these things, and edge. Not edge, but edge. And all these things that we wanted. And some people seem to have a problem with this. I never a problem with it at all. I thought it was cool. I thought he came across like a loon in the right possible way. Talking about chopping up people's tongues, and now now all of this with the scarf. This is the best Apollo Crews. And I hope we run with it all the way. And it's really got me invested in a big E-feud as well. And I think Apollo Crews should win the Intercontinental Championship. So thumbs all round. Kind of bizarre they've done exactly the same thing with Otis. Not that he thinks he's a Nigerian king. But we've turned him into a bad guy too. We could have sort of spread those out. And the breaking up of heavy machinery is just, <laughs> it's just absolutely the most... I mean, technically, the breaking up of heavy machinery is what crowned Bobby Lashley as the WWE champion. But let's not go down that path because uh, I think we'll wear ourselves out. Scorpion says, do you think Triple H will be doing a better job than Vincent Kennedy McMahon? I mean, I don't like saying that. Like, there's obvious flaws with the WWE product. But I don't know... I don't know what the conversations are behind the scenes. I I really, really, really don't. I mean, you know, SmackDown is a good show, for example. And let's not pretend that Vince McMahon isn't signing that off. Uh, Raw has its moments, but it is a mess. And same with NXT. Like, it's it's mostly pretty damn good. I don't know. And I think when Vince McMahon ultimately does step away, for whatever reason, it's going to be a moment in time. It really is. And I think there'll be a lot of... I mean, a lot of stories, a lot of tweets, but the whole wrestling world will be talking about it for, for a good long while because it, we've never had that before, right? I mean, some people have, obviously, if you're of a, of a different generation, but Vince McMahon and WWE have been so synonymous with being the game in town when it comes to, uh, you know, to Western American wrestling or Western American wrestling in general that we will see. We will see what happens. I still kind of think that he's planning to... To maybe sell completely to NBC given the Peacock deal. And again, if he does move NXT off Wednesdays, it sounds like he's, you know, almost marrying up to the corporate executives as opposed to fighting like he used to do. It's gonna be it's gonna be kind of fascinating. Uh, Oregano says, if AEW debuts a second TV show, which is still the plan for those that are interested in this year, do you think they should implement the brand warfare concept? While WWE's constant uses of the can these teams coexist narrative might have made it stale, I genuinely believe that AEW can take it into new and interesting directions. No, I don't want that. It's just worn out. It's just worn out when it comes to wrestling. Like, it's the same as. Uh uh the, the the gm and actually i think both sides are doing the gm role really well right now it's far better than it used to be but i don't want to go back into red versus blue it's just i just don't want it i want something different as we mentioned before uh be passionate says the way wwe has beat bobby lashley as an unstoppable monster amazes me it's like a consistent push which was hidden and now has broken out and made him a megastar who do you think is the next to get this i say angel Garza. well angel gaza is gonna have to get on tv first it <laughs> comes and goes which is nuts I mean it has been under the radar and since I don't think anybody would have assumed that they would have uh, that he would have become uh, the WWE champion. I certainly didn't think they were going to do this when it first kicked off. Uh, you know, the Bobby Lashley's going to destroy everyone, but that's what we should be doing. We should be building people up into this position and then pulling the trigger. That's that's what a push is and it should bubble away and then boom you're out of the mid card into the in, into the main event. So I'd love it to be Angel Garza. I think he's awesome. I don't think it's going to be hopefully Damian Priest. But again, I'm a little bit dubious. We're going to have to wait and see. It could be one of, of anybody. Because don't forget, like you know, last year, whenever it was, Bobby Lashley was with Love Lana and <laughs> having fake weddings. So you you never say never in pro wrestling. Uh, Slick I think, says, "Do you see an all-in-two pay-per-view with AEW, Impact, and New Japan being a super show uh, when it's possible to fill an arena with big people?" Hope everything is okay, Simon. Thank you very much. Yeah, I I mean, I don't know whether you call it all in two. Maybe you should call it all in two. I can absolutely see that when the the Forbidden Door is open and we can travel. In fact, it's probably already been noted down because you're going to make money, you're going to pack it out, and if you do it right, it will be a hell of a lot of fun, and I would hope to be there. Uh, Dylan says, hey, Simon, how's it going? Very well, my friend. Hope you are too. What has been the best Raw Rumble winner at WrestleMania match you've seen? For me, it has to be Drew versus Brock last year. Even without a crowd, it was a cracking match. Oh, I see. So you win the Raw Rumble and then you go on to WrestleMania. Uh, there's got to be some austin stuff that you know i mean austin versus rocket wrestlemania 17 apart from the crazy ending i assume austin won it that year yeah he must have done yeah of course he did 2001 that was good uh that's such a difficult question because now my brain is quickly going through wrestlemania's try- trying to remember who was who daniel bryan did not win the royal rumble because that was an absolute mess as we're aware um, Drew versus Brock would be a good one. I'm gonna have to look up Raw Rumble winners because otherwise it's just not gonna come. Raw Rumble winners. Uh, you don't need me singing. That was that was there we go right. Raw Rumble winners. thing is, now I have to remember who they fought as well. I mean, Ric Flair at 92. I oh know he won the world championship, so that doesn't count. Obviously, Stone Cold goes on to fight yeah The Rock and and Shawn Michaels. I think the Rock one was pretty good. I'm not sure it would be one of the best. Triple H versus Jericho, no. Brock Lesnar winning and then fighting on to, to fight Angle at WrestleMania 19 is good. It's just the bit at the end which is horrible when he lands on his head. So that would be a good one. Uh, the Undertaker... I don't know, that was 2006, not 2008. Man, this is really difficult. To try. This is really tri- I'm going to have to draw a graph to try and figure out what's good and what's not good. I mean, Becky Lynch winning... And then she went on to have the match. I know that was not thirty-five, right? I know it wasn't the it wasn't the greatest thing we'd ever seen because it was after seven hours, but I still liked the. I like the payoff to it all. That's a great question. I think I'm going to sit down with a pen and figure this one out. My man Dustin, good to see you, Dustin, says, should we just retire the 24-7 championship and let our truth carry it around, believing that he's still defending it when he has matches? He can even ask them to announce that it's a non-title match. I feel like the 24-7 championship has, has run its course, which is fine. I sometimes feel like we're just trying to come up with ways to do it, and it's a bit silly now. I had no problem with Bad Bunny winning it. I thought it was a really smart decision, all things considered. But no one's all of a sudden challenging him for it now because they don't, they don't want him to so yes i think you're right i think we can do something else with it if you want to have fun with our truth for a while yes but i think our truth is over enough to kind of almost not be super serious because i like him being comedy but he can absolutely sidestep back into a a different role and he probably should um ghost says mr ghost says what were your thoughts on AEW when you first heard about them and what are your current thoughts well i was always super excited you'll be shocked to hear but i'm always super excited i'm that guy i'm an absolute moron so you should never take anything i say seriously I and it's easy for me to say this now, but I always thought they would be successful maybe not as successful as they have been so quickly but I thought they would be successful mostly because I was at that all in show and I know it's a stupid story but I was there in the in the, in the in the crowd. And the reaction to the first couple of matches was so loud, I got emotional just because it kind of hit my adrenaline gland and my body didn't know what was going on. So my fight or flight uh, syndrome kicked in. And when you hear that kind of energy, you think to yourself, man, surely they've got something here. I think it's just been a cool journey. I really like the product now. As people tell me all the time, I'm being paid off by AEW, but it has never got a down. Uh, overall and that's because I don't think it deserves a down it's not because I think I'm cool and I want to be in their back pocket and I'm like an AEW fan boy I just call it like I see it you don't have to do you have to agree with me but yeah I think it's really really good I think competition is super important as we've already seen with people like Paul White going one way and I'm sure soon people will go the other way as well and I just think it's fun, and I think it's what the wrestling industry needed. One of the worst things that ever happened was WCW dying, because that competition just breeds it breeds a great um, uh, environment for the wrestlers who can earn more money and have more opportunities, and it grows a great breeding ground for just better stories, in my opinion. Nicholas, what is your recent take on Randy Orton versus Soldier Boy? Man, if you want to have beef on Twitter and you want to rant at it, you go nuts, man. I'm not sure it's anything I would ever get involved in, but I thought it was hilarious. Randy Orton doesn't give a care. He just wrecks people on Twitter all the time. Not 100% sure what Soldier Boy was trying to achieve. and Obviously, Little Bow Wow was involved too. It just makes me chuckle. Big E won the day with that when he said, I presume this is all leading to a new Def Jam game, which was just, yeah, rappers having a wrestling match. It was a really good game, by the way. I thought it was very, very funny, and I'm sure Randy Orton couldn't give two hoots, really, because he's a really successful wrestler. Brad says, hey, Simon, I love your bald head. Thank you. It loves you, too. Do you feel that WWE is wrong for not trusting people with the main title after getting injured? I kind of get why, but at the same time, it's not fair to the person who's in a very injury-prone environment. Well, that's always specific to the person. Like, Batista and Randy Orton were very injury-prone for a while, but it didn't hold them back. I think it all depends if you're one of Vince's boys or girls or not. And if not, and he's looking for reasons not to push you, you just gave him one. But no, I don't think it's fair given the environment but that's that's just life that's not wrestling you know the manager is always going to have people that they gravitate towards and they don't gravitate towards and if you get injured a lot that's their excuse to go well we can't push him because they get injured a lot but it is silly tj the real question is if bobby roman sits at roman's seat at the table who wins roman reigns wins if you sit at the head of the table position roman reigns will kill you and that will be that Daytona says, hey Simon, hope you get to read this. I always miss your post. Not today, Daytona. You are, Daytona 500? 100? I don't know what it is. Just wanted to say, I hope you're good with your eye. No, it's not good, but don't worry about it. And your podcast has been among the things that's been keeping me sane through the pandemic. You are super positive and really that and how fair you are. That's it as well. That's very kind of you, Daytona. I thought you were going to ask a question. You were just being a super nice guy. Motivates me, keeps me inspired right back at you. Uh, Game or naught says, did Miz deserve better or is that his place in wwe now it just served the story i think i like to sometimes look at the human element of pro wrestling and the miz has had an incredible career i think anyone that grows up wanting to be a pro wrestler if you were offered the Miz's career two-time wwe champion main evented wrestlemania won a host of secondary titles always being used for media proper wrestling style within that field you would say yes The Miz is an absolute success. I don't think it matters that he lost the WWE title in a week. If somebody wants to call me up and say, Simon, we will let you win the WWE title for a week. I will say, you bet your ass. Hareen says, hey, Simon, this is my daily proclamation of my love for Kenny Omega. I'm enjoying this, Hareen. Once a week, you keep it up. I remember yesterday that he has a torn labrum. It's true. It's amazing what wrestlers put their body through. Have you ever worked with an injury? And if so, how did you overcome the pain? Have a great rest of your day. I have. There's a stupid saying in wrestling and in all sports that you, you don't work hurt. Uh, no, you don't work through injuries, but you do work hurt. and That's kind of true as wrestling. Like when, before the world closed down and I was kind of doing three wrestling matches every weekend, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, everything just hurt a little bit. Not enough to stop you, but when you woke up in the morning, you were stiff and you had ailments here and there, and your elbow kind of a bit janky and your shoulder feels absolute crap. But even though I was only working in front of a few hundred people, like small indie shows, when it does all go right and you get the adrenaline and everyone going nuts, you're like, oh man, this is just the best thing ever. And you do, it just all vanishes. And then when you cool down, you feel terrible again. I mean, I think the worst injury I ever worked towards, I mean, I've never had anything like a torn labrum, so it's amazing to Kenny Omega to be able to do that. But and obviously, I, I injured my shoulder badly, which I did have to rehab. I couldn't work through that. But it was ganky for a while. And I remember I was in a match down at Kapow Wrestling, who were really, really good guys. And I was meant to throw somebody out the corner. And my shoulder was just, I couldn't do it. I'd lost all power in my shoulder. And even afterwards, he's like, Simon, you really need to throw me when you throw me. And I was like, dude, I just couldn't do it. And that's really worrying. And I remember there was another match when I was wrestling for EWE, when I landed on my shoulder again. It's always just going to be a, a weak point for me. And I remember I felt it go a little bit, and I had to kind of lay on the apron and just, sort of sorted out uh you kind of just throw yourself into these things and hope that it's going to be okay it's stupid <laughs> but i guess wrestling kind of is uh jay style says who's your favorite male wrestler of all time and women's wrestler uh favorite women's wrestler a uh, w- male wrestler of all time is Bret hart my favorite women's wrestler isn't it weird we never get asked that question and we should we absolutely should. I think my favorite women's wrestler ever. Gail Kim would be in there. She was always massively underrated, and she was so good. she, could, she was like almost ahead of well, was not ahead of her time, but given the, the era she was working in. Um, that's a really, really difficult question to answer. Because there's so many people that should have been able to shine on a bigger stage. Gail Kim being one, Molly Holly being one, Trish Stratus to a lesser degree and Lita. You know, they obviously trailblazed and smashed through it. I think AJ Lee would probably be a good shout too because AJ Lee to me had everything. She could do really good matches. She was a great champion and she had an awesome character which you could fit in anywhere. I think it may be A.G. Lee. Something else that he just sit down and properly think about. I should know that. It's a very good question. Fred says, I always thought Nathan Jones would have been an amazing champion had WWE treated him more like Goldberg. I enjoyed him, but always thought he was never utilized properly. What are your thoughts on the guy and could and what he could have achieved if booked properly? I mean, I'm sure they were going to do that with him, but apparently he was just dangerous and smacked people around. <laughs> so I think they were like, we can't do anything with this guy. I mean, that must be the way, right? If you look like that and you don't get used in that way but it's just one of those things i like nathan jones too you know the harm I'm in I'm jail mate and i'm gonna beat your ass but the, these things happen that was the worst accident ever scotty how different do you think wwe would be uh if finn never got hurt in this match with seth he seemed like he was on his path to have a similar run as the kingslayer he's obviously doing well in nxt but the main roster feels like it's messing a character you just don't know it's a sliding doors moment maybe vincent man would have changed his mind and he would have lost it in a week anyway maybe he would have had a year title run and it would have been the best thing ever Right now, he's having a great time. He seems happy. And that's, uh, that, that's the main thing. Uh, but I do think if he had stayed healthy and we had gone all the way with him, he may have had a different time on the main roster. This goes back to the injury thing. Maybe that really damaged him. I don't know. But it is a shame. I really like Finn Bella, Just a flipping good wrestler. Scott, who would you have faced Bobby for the title next and which matchup? I think you've got to do Drew. It's difficult because I'd like Bobby Lashley to come out the other side of WrestleMania as the champion. But I imagine they do Drew. I don't think you can do anything else. Uh, GL Anderson says, my question is Brian going to shove himself into the main event of WrestleMania to make it a triple threat? Well, amazingly, we talked about that so we can go back in time and check it out uh Jordan says, "Yeah, how are you? I'm good. Jordan, hope you are too." Ian says, "What's your favourite condiment to have with your chips?" Well, there's three: salt, vinegar, four salt, vinegar, mayonnaise, and ketchup. If I haven't got that, I'm not a happy man. Uh, Marco says, "How do you get through a three-hour raw?" Well, I sit down and I watch it, and then eventually it's over. <laughs> Go on, look, I'm very. I say this all the time. I'm very lucky to do what I do. A three-hour raw is much more fun when you're making a script, making jokes, and know that you get to have some fun with it in front of a, an internet audience sort of an hour or two hours later. It, it really is a, a great uh, motivator. So I, I'm very, very lucky. Uh, Jay Annoying Masterman Rodriguez says, after WrestleMania, how sh- who should be the follow-up for the whole Tribal Tree storyline of Roman Reigns? I don't know. If This is another reason to argue that he could probably lose his championship and just go flipping nuts, right? Flip and go absolutely crazy. But if he retains it, do you have another match with Edge? Do you go to Daniel Bryan then? Do you do something with Cesaro after he maybe beats Seth Rollins? I think if he's not going to lose it at WrestleMania, he shouldn't lose it until next year's WrestleMania, where hopefully we can do the match with The Rock. I don't actually think we are ever going to do that. Don't know which my gut. I hope I'm wrong. But then I think Roman Reigns holds on to it then. And I think that he have got this character that's almost like a Brock Lesnar that whoever does beat him is just going to become the man. And I think that's what we should be doing now. Even if we are looking 12 months out, there's nothing wrong with that. We just talked about Bobby Lashley. Sometimes that's just how these things work. Uh, Peter says, after the big show announcement, if you could travel back in time, would you have thought that AEW would have signed this many WWE talents? Well, that kind of ties into what we said earlier. I, w- I just don't think about it. I don't mind. Like the, you know, the, if we go back to TNA, right, the reason they got their big deal in India, which kept them alive, is because they had Hulk Hogan, maybe Kevin Nash at the time, Jeff Hardy, they had all these dudes. And AEW, as far as I know, doesn't have a TV deal in India. And that's the way that you really, uh, really keep things uh, keep things ticking. So I don't think I would have given it too much thought about, well, this could happen or that could happen. You know, that's a crappy answer, I know. But I don't mind if Randy Orton, Brock Lesnar, John Cena all turn up in AEW. Because I totally believe they're going to push young stars. And that was a problem with TNA. They overshadowed their own talent, which they never should have done uh brian says hey simon hope you're well how did kayfabe news come about i always wanted to know well it's nothing to do with me uh, the guy that's behind kayfabe news has been doing it for years very very good at his job uh, i think phil uh, from what culture who edits the videos he was had the brain trial to oh we should turn this into a youtube channel and because they're both very nice people they said simon would you like to front it and i'm always up for that stuff so i am just a face i mean i throw the odd joke in here and there i do my own ad libs but yeah it's written by the the man behind kayfabe news i'm not going to say his name so i don't know if he wants me to I don't want to, you know, break that kind of fourth wall, and then Phil, you know, Phil is equally as important. I'm just the guy that you get to see, but yeah, it's nothing to do with me. I'm just very lucky to be involved. Uh, Eleanor says, "What are your genuine thoughts on the Andy and Randy story, Alexa and Randy storyline?" I personally feel like it gets a lot of hate, considering so many people like the fiend. I think the problem with it is people go, "Oh, this is rubbish. We shouldn't do it. It's absolute crap. It's ruining wrestling." But it has always been around in wrestling. Like Kane and Undertaker were firing lightning from their hands. We had the boogeyman, Papa Shango. And you could argue maybe we should have evolved past it, but whatever. It's neither here nor there. I think the issue I have with it is that it's okay not to like something. It's what we talked about a minute ago. But be okay that it's happening. And that's the bracket that I fall into. It makes me laugh. It, I think it's silly. It doesn't make me want to turn off the show like some people say it does for them. But I don't then think just because I don't like it, it should be canned. <laughs> That's just so silly. I'm not, you're not saying that, Eleanor. I'm talking about the general, not even the general public, the vocal minority. And that's always going to be the way. And I think sometimes people think they have to enjoy every single second. So I hope they keep doing it. I hope it results in a stupid match at WrestleMania. I don't think it's going to be for me, but I'm intrigued to see what they do with it. And I do appreciate the fact they're taking a risk. Uh, Carl Warner Forever says, Hey, Simon, if you could pick any modern-day superstar and have them do an Attitude Era feud, what would it be? I would have Bailey as The Rock, Stephanie as Vince, and Sasha as Stone Cold. That's a very good answer. I like it a lot. Um, what would I do? I mean, I have to think of... I mean, the problem with Attitude Era storylines is that a lot of them are Stone Cold Steve Austin versus Vince McMahon. Uh, that's such a difficult question to answer. I mean, I would like... To, I think you take... I mean, is Brock Lesnar i te- No, not really. I don't know. <laughs> That's a really good question, Carl. I will tell you some people that I think would have shined in the Attitude Era. Sami Zayn, Daniel Bryan, who I think can just adapt to anything. Brock Lesnar, absolutely. Randy Orton, because I think Randy Orton is such a good heel. Uh, Kevin Owens would have been awesome in the Attitude Era. I think Bianca Belair would have been great. Absolutely Sasha Banks and Bailey. Um, Charlotte would have been awesome too, if we you know, were able to get over that hump of what we were doing with females at the time. It's a really interesting question. Uh, Jay says if AEW gets CM Punk is that checkmate and how can WWE react or counter program I don't think they would need to the thing is if they get CM Punk you are going to get a lot of people tuning in because they're going to be intrigued and if they come up with an amazing storyline absolutely you're going to cement some new viewers but some people are always going to watch WWE I don't ever think any company is actually ever going to be able to usurp WWE they'd have to kill themselves so it'd be a massive benefit to AEW but I don't think it would have to be something that WWE would worry about maybe something that NXT would have to worry about but if they're moving to tuesdays then they won't because they'll build up a brand new audience anyway Uh, but i do want to see cm punk back do i think he is going to come back no i just don't i've said that for a while uh damn fine wrestling says what is your current favorite feud in all of wrestling moxley omega i suppose or roman versus whoever he's fighting because i love roman reigns but probably moxley versus omega uh, Ash says, do you not think if Lashley was going to get the belt, he should have been given a proper build to WrestleMania and won it there, rather than just a stopgap for Drew to win it back? I mean, we don't know that's going to happen, Ash. That's the problem. We're all speculating. We can only look in hindsight to decide. Maybe they do do Lashley versus Brock at WrestleMania and Bobby Lashley wins. Maybe Bobby Lashley's about to lose to Drew McIntyre and out comes Brock Lesnar. That's going to be really cool. So I'm not going to make a judgment on that until I see it. But no, right now, I'm just happy he's the champion. That's the best bit. A couple more. We will do Uh, Timothy Black, who says, Hey, Simon, I hope you had a great day. Thanks, man. Now your question. What is your opinion on that AEW does not show the whole women's tournament on Dynamite, but broadcast a lot of it on YouTube and BR? That is Bleacher Report. Kenny Omega said that TNT does not want to showcase more than one women's match per week. I think we talked about this. I'm biased towards YouTube, man. YouTube is the platform where I make my living. I would like it if more wrestling companies embraced YouTube. I really, really would. I haven't heard Kenny Omega say that about the TNT and their decision, so I don't want to comment until I know all the facts. Uh, but I do know that last week or two weeks ago, whenever it was, the highest rated uh, match was a women's match. So that would change that kind of opinion anyway. Uh, but we can absolutely do more women's matches on AEW. They have a fantastic roster. People are getting better each and every week, and it's awesome to see. Uh, Zizek says, not so much with the podcast, but why do you not put them on YouTube anymore? I miss watching them man we have talked about that a lot my friend I mean look the, the short answer is live streaming on YouTube will absolutely screw up your views on demand all you have to do is go back to a year and look at the views I was doing and compare them to now it's as simple as that uh, I may start putting them on their own channel. But no, what's going to happen is eventually I'm going to get back to doing them on Twitch. So you'll be able to watch them there. And it will happen at one point. It almost happened the other day, but then something came up. But yeah, twitch.tv forward slash Simon 316 is where that's going to go down. And we shall do one final one, which will be... I can't answer that one because I just don't know the answer to it. we we'll go Tona B who says, what's your favorite entrance music? I can't hear Pomp and Circumstance but I think about the Macho King. Do you have anything like that? Man, tons. If I hear Pomp and Circumstance, Macho Man Randy Savage. If I hear the Space Odyssey music, Ric Flair. Um, if I hear the Flight of the Bumble, whatever the flipping Daniel Bryan one is, I think of Daniel Bryan. I love all of that. I love Pavlovian conditioning that makes you react in a certain way. I mean, my favorite entrance music ever is... I mean, there's some that really get a visceral reaction out of me. Like, I heard Stone Cold's the other day, like the proper old school one. I was just like, man, it's the best thing ever. Bret Hart's does that. Uh, The NWO's music does that. Goldberg's. I mean, there's going to be a ton. I just love entrance music. I think there are so many people out there, and I think I'm probably one of them to a certain degree, but it's not true because I do like wrestling, where if someone said to me, Miller, all you need to do is walk to the ring, pose, and then go back. And that counts. Uh that counts as a uh, uh uh what'd you call it? Uh my match. I think you get as long as you've got the proper reaction, the proper pyrotechnics and the lights, it just really is it's really the coolest thing ever. It, it really, really is. But um everyone is now saying NXT moving to Tuesdays. It's everywhere on my Twitter feed right now. NXT moving to Tuesdays, NXT moving to Tuesdays. I have not seen anyone confirm that it's going to uh that it's going to Tuesdays. Although I will say that Matt Riddle signed a new contract. That's how we'll end. <laughs> <laughs> guess you were desperate to know about matt riddle's contract status uh thank you very much for joining me as always uh my plan if something huge happens on AEW, dynamite i would like to do another show this week i also want to try and get one done on monday following revolution because i think it's going to be a big deal uh the point is i will try and be getting out these more i do have a youtube channel set up for this kind of stuff at the moment it's called simon miller wrestling clips maybe i'll change that to Simon's pro wrestling show and we can start putting them up there if that's what people want you know i'm here to cater for you as best as possible uh but twitch.tv for simon 316 sooner Rather than later, we will get back to them uh, on there. Otherwise, look, I really do appreciate your time. Thank you for your patience, too. If you have been waiting for this, I promise I'll always get one up. Uh, You can check me out on YouTube at Simon Miller, as you know. Patreon.com forward slash Simon 316. Instagram and Twitter, come and say hello, Simon Miller 316. Simon Miller.bigcartel.com for merchandise. Check me out at What Culture 2, search for What Culture Wrestling and give them a subscribe. And ultimately, like I say, I really do appreciate it. I love talking to you. I love the back and forth that we have. I love that we can catch up in the way that we do. This podcast now has been gone on for almost five years, which is longer than I actually worked at What Culture. I started this a couple of months before I started at What Culture, which is, pretty, which is pretty weird. But I hope you're having great days. I hope you have great weeks. I hope you enjoy all the wrestling that's coming your way. And I'll speak to you again very soon.